Money is used for many things. It is a measuring stick to compare things. It is a way to show status. It is used for motivation, and it is a way of keeping score. Pretty impressive for something that doesn't really have any tangible form or existence. Think about it. What really is money? It is a shared concept that is embraced by all of modern civilization. What gives money value is that everyone gives it value. That is a pretty cool concept. This week, I'm exploring the final part of the critical factors in a business pivot. If you missed the past two factors, here's your chance to go back and listen. My name is Wes Biggers, and you are listening to Pivot in Place. Customer, culture, and finally, cash. Those are the three factors that I think are the most critical considerations when a company is considering a pivot. But why cash, might you ask? Customer is obvious. That is basically measuring the opportunity. And culture speaks to the agility of a company and the resilience of the business to surviving and thriving with change. But cash? This may be closely related to the conversation we had in my very first episode talking about survival. In a nutshell, money, or cash, is a tool that can and should be used in many ways. My favorite way of thinking about money is like gas in my car. As long as I have gas in the tank, I can keep moving forward. When the gas runs out, the engine stops. In Every pivot decision, there is an analysis of risk. You wouldn't be a business owner if you didn't have some daredevil in you willing to take risks. And the question you ask yourself most frequently is how much you are willing to risk on an endeavor. In short, you know that to do something new, you need money. Money to pay for the development, money to advertise, money to research, and money to operate the company until the new effort starts to be profitable. You need money to grow. If you don't have enough money to survive the effort, it is like building a bridge halfway across a river. Whenever you are evaluating a pivot, you must understand your cash position and how that will help or hinder your plans. Great. Thanks, Wes. I'll just take a look at my bank account, see how much there is, and move forward. Done. But wait, there's more. The most stable form of cash is your bank account. You know it is there. It is like the gas in the car that I mentioned before, something easy to measure and to track. But there is more that you will likely need to understand along this great journey, understanding about how cash flows through your company. Whenever you hear the word money or cash, you should also think about time. I'm not talking about the advantage or the adage, time is money. It is, or perhaps the converse is a more accurate statement, money is time. That is useful to remember, but what I'm getting at is about the flow of money in your company. Like water flowing down a river, it takes time for a molecule of water to move from one place to another. Similarly, It takes time for a dollar to flow through your company. Unlike a river, however, the rate that money flows is dependent upon factors that are sometimes in your control 
and sometimes not. And there is the concept that making promises of giving money in order to gain something immediately, that's what we call payables and receivables. If I get a product from a supplier, they bill me, and then I have to pay them 30 days later. Employees and labor works the same way. So when you think about money, you need to think about time. So, now you are tracking not only the cash in your bank account, but also the promises you have made to pay that money to others, as well as the promises that others have made to pay you for the goods and services rendered immediately. And let's not forget that the taxman wants a cut any time that money flows from one place to another. So not only do we need to understand the amount of money, but we need to consider the time and flow of the money, and we need to keep in mind the commitments that we have made to spend that money, and the possibility that the amount of money can diminish over time. If you studied finance, these concepts are rudimentary to you. However, if you find yourself running a business because you were a good people manager, a good salesperson, or you inherited the family enterprise, you need to be aware that there is more to the cash picture than may be inherently obvious. Over the past 10 years, I've worked with many startup entrepreneurs. The one thing I've recommended to all of them is to create the financial projection picture. It doesn't matter if you are using Microsoft Excel, Google Sheets, or any of the open source platforms, a spreadsheet model is imperative to understanding what happens to your cash over time. There are simply too many moving variables in, to take into account how your money flows. It is not the profit line of the P&L statement that you should be paying attention to. That is a fun number to watch, and yes, if you don't drive for that bottom line number to be positive, your cash will run out, your gas tank will empty, and your engine will stop. What you want to watch, above all things, is the predicted or projected balance of cash or current assets over time. If you aren't sure where to find that or what all that means, I recommend you get the book Financial Intelligence, A Manager's Guide to Knowing What the Numbers Really Mean. It was written by Karen Berman and Joe Knight. You can find it on Amazon, and I highly recommend it for a practical perspective on how money flows in a business. A pivot takes money. Growth takes money. You can't have any of that independently. You must understand what is happening to your cash balance over time. If you are allowing your customers to take longer to pay you than you have available to pay your vendors, then you are going to have a very painful experience trying to grow, especially in the early stages. Build a model of your company. If you are looking at a pivot as a whole new direction, then, it is, then all it is is a pro forma estimate of what your new company is going to do. If you are looking at a pivot as a growth strategy in addition to your existing business, then you need to see how the pivot may impact your existing business. 
Are you going to spend so much money on your pivot that your existing business will slowly grind to a halt? Or do you need so much cash to keep your existing business running that you can never actually get your pivot off the ground? As the social distancing restrictions are loosened and we begin to venture back into the open, stay safe, stay healthy, and be personally responsible. My name's Wes Biggers. Thank you for listening. This is Pivot in Place. Thank you.